welcome to a new show for the Military Spouse Show. This is Wendy Poling, and I'm here with Krista Wells, the Military Spouse Coach. Hi, Krista. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, we have a great topic tonight. I talk about is this thing Krista says all the time. It's called the Knowing Doing Gap. And we're going to break that down so you guys know what we're talking about in a little bit more detail. When Christian was little and he was learning how to play soccer, you know, as parents, we would sit on the sidelines and cheer our kids on, right? We'd love to cheer them on and go to the game. It's so easy to be on the sidelines and say, kick the ball and take the shot and score and shoot and all of those things. The kids are running up and down and we would just be so excited for Chris. And in his very first game, he was the high scorer on both teams because he didn't know what goal to kick it in, but he just knew to kick the ball in the goal. So I thought it was a neat thing to bring up for tonight because, you know, as we're watching these ball games and we see these, you know, young strapping young men and they're charging down the basketball court and they have what we think may be an open shot and they, you know, hold up and they got the basketball in their hands and they jump up and you think, oh my gosh, they're going to take the shot. This is so great. They're going to score. The game is, you know, close and score and we really want our team to win. And, and then what do they do? They pass the ball off to a teammate to let the teammate make the basket. And sometimes it's a good thing, but sometimes from a spectator point of view, we see that and go, oh my gosh, why didn't they just take the shot? And that's what we're talking about tonight. How can we take more shots, be more successful and to know what we're supposed to do and not just necessarily pass the ball off? How can we step up, take the shot and put ourselves in a position for more success? So that's how we um, hope to shape the show tonight. And we want you to join us for the next half hours. I think it's going to be a fun show, Krista. Yeah, I hope so too. (laughs) Um, I love that, though. I love the just the metaphor of thinking about where in life can we take more shots. I really like it. It's, to me, when I think of more shots, I think of where do you want to be in life, in the area of your health and wealth and relationships. And some of the things that we talk about on this show, how do we get from maybe where we are now, you know, wherever that is in our life, to that place and having clarity around, you know, what shots we want to take. So I really love the concept. What I found over 10 years of coaching is that we, so many of us are struggling with this knowing doing gap. We know that there's areas in our life that we want to improve, but we're just maybe we're not quite sure about the knowing or we're not, you know, we're fearful to do the doing, you know, to take the shot just to kind of, I think there's validation in knowing that this gap is really common. And so as you're thinking about your goals, we talk a lot on this show about goals, like your health, your improving your finances, improving your relationship with your spouse. You can start thinking about it in terms of this knowing doing gap and I kind of think of it as a cliff and then you're looking over to the other side of what you want and you're standing on the side of where you are now and it seems easy to just leap over there but for whatever reason we think of a million excuses to not seek out that bridge to go across that chasm and get to the other side of where we really want to be we just sit there on the one side drooling at the (laughs) drooling at the basket (laughs) Um, without actually going for it. Right. So so true. I know we've done shows on creating a vision board to inspire us into action. And we have, you know, our morning routine shows that we've done to help us get clear about the ideal life that we're working towards. So that way in the morning we can get kicked off in the right frame of mind. And we've even looked at, you know, what kind of word inspires you or what 
physical thing in your surroundings that inspires you and makes you feel great and taking that feeling on the road with you when you go into your workplace or into school or wherever you are at. You know, all of these things are great. Tonight we're talking about what happens when you get stuck and you know what you should do. That's not the problem. Like we know we should do 45 minutes of cardio, but what if we can't even do five minutes? What do we... What are some strategies that we can share to give us a plan, follow-up plan for taking the next step? And we just want to say we're right there in in this with you, and it happens to the best of us. This is a place of support and encouragement, so we're not here to beat each other up over all the things we haven't yet done. Yeah, absolutely, Wendy. I love that. And there's power in goal writing, and there's something magical about vision boards, but it's only so good once you take action around them. It's not enough to just have a list of really powerful goals or a vision board above your desk if you're not taking any movement towards those things. Just having them alone isn't quite enough. And as a life coach, I really encourage my clients and our listeners on this show to get their goals down in writing and to kind of trust their intuition about, you know, what's the next move and where should they go. But what I find is that when you're stuck, any little bit of action, and it could be so minor, is better than overthinking, overthinking, rewriting the goal, redoing the vision board. Um, We get so caught up in process that we're not able to, you know, take those baby steps towards just moving into action. And it could be so minor. It could be just little tiny things that you're changing. If you think about um, your health, we talked about this on the last show, it could be, you know, just drinking one more extra glass of water. If you can't do the 20 minutes of cardio, if that feels too daunting, you know, like a 10-minute walk around your neighborhood. So make think about it as giving yourself permission to just be in action, and it doesn't have to be perfect at all because the action itself will lower the anxiety about the not doing. So then you can sit back and look at your game plan. You know, what am I doing? Like what little step can I do? And once – Oftentimes, if we have a plan, it could be any little plan. It could be a piece of paper divided into thirds where you write, you know, what you want to get accomplished. It could be using a mind map, which is if you don't quite know the direction of a project, you just sort of mind map your ideas. But it's getting it onto paper and having fun with it and having it be unique. And what I find is that when we allow ourselves to just, trust that we're going to take these baby steps versus a big plunge, you know, over this gaping chasm is we stop pushing so hard towards the goal and we kind of let it gradually come to us and it just becomes a lot easier. I love that, Krista. Yeah. And I also feel like when we get into action, it does something like it, it kind of signals the universe that we're ready for the next step. So We just get in that momentum, and then what I find is my clients will come to me and they'll say, you know what, I I was really afraid to go out and network for a new job, but I took one little step and I, I went to one Toastmasters meeting or I went to one conference and I walked around and I gave my card out to a few people. And even if they don't get the job from that conference, the fact that they took action and tried something new synchronistic things start happening and like all of a sudden they get a phone call from someone that wasn't even at the conference and so I feel like that I've seen this happen so many times that I'm starting to believe that (laughs) really the universe needs to see that we're clear with what we want and even if the outcome doesn't come in the exact form that we were imagining um, we start seeing really cool things happening 
And I think it's kind of like that bias scanning, Wendy, where, you know, you buy a blue Toyota and then all of a sudden you start noticing blue Toyotas everywhere on the road. And it's like you're zoning it, you're, you're, you're focusing in on, oh, my gosh, there's a lot of blue Toyotas that I never noticed before I owned one. And I think the universe has the same relationship to us. Like when we start saying, hey, I want a new job, and you're taking these particular actions, you know, new jobs start appearing in your life. And it's really that, it's really that momentum and getting into action that spurs the success. So I encourage you just, even if you don't know what the action is, to kind of dive into the unknown and trust that just taking a step will develop a deeper understanding. I mean, I feel like your son, if he if he scores on the wrong team enough times, he's not going to get that woohoo from all the moms. <laughs> so eventually he'll know to start scoring for his own team. So it's like any movement is feedback. And it can help get you back into the right direction. And how much better is it that he's out there scoring on both teams than sitting on the sidelines and watching? Yeah, that's so true, right? It's just getting in the game. And I'm going to stick with this basketball metaphors or basketball examples here just for a little bit. So even if you don't follow basketball, if you're listening, you're like, why does you keep doing that? Just bear with me. Because I had this thought come to my mind as we were talking about this. You know, when we see highlights for, like, plays of the day and there are these amazing shots and someone shoots a shot from, like, half court or a slam dunk, the effort that it takes to power down the court and do one of these Michael Jordan, you know, jump from afar and slam dunk into the net takes a lot of effort. And I feel like that's sometimes what it feels like when we're trying to cross this gap just this Herculean kind of Olympic effort. And it's the same amount of points for the person that just sort of dribbles up and does a nice, easy layup. And the ball goes in the net. It's easy. And so that's what we're talking about. And that's, that gives me encouragement when I when I think about when you always say, Krista, the easy, breezy um, flow of things. So that baby step, that easy step of what can I do that just gets me into movement towards Michael. It might not be a slam dunk, but it's still an easy layup and I still get the basket. I still, I still, you know, like we're saying tonight, I still took the shot. Yeah, I love that. And you know what, think about it as, you know, what can you do that's like a basketball drill? Like maybe you can't shoot the basket in yet, but what can you do? Like focus on what you can do, not what we can't do yet. So maybe it's, you know, we can't shoot a basket yet, but we can, you know, we could dribble or we could, you know, try different things, go running to get into better shape, whatever it is that we're, we're, we somehow we're becoming a better basketball player or in our case, a better version of ourselves. One little thing towards moving towards your goal. And I hope that we're making listeners tonight realize that it doesn't have to be as hard as, you know, people tell us this all the time. I think you guys are overthinking this or you're overthinking that. So it happens to us too. So we're just here just sharing and learning from each other tonight. Oh, yeah, it happens to me all all the time. So I'll wake up and I'll think, I'm too tired to go work out. And even though that I know that after I exercise, it'll increase my energy, sometimes I just don't have the energy in the morning. And I give myself permission to not exercise that day. But I do try to focus on the outcome, the feeling of afterwards versus the not wanting to go. And um, I read someone say something, it was 
something like it feels so good once the play is written or once, you know, it's already down on the paper. So we have to imagine that feeling of the aftermath of whatever it is that we're the doing of the knowing doing gap. We have to think about what it feels like after we've done it. And usually it's a lot better than the anticipation, you know, coming up to the task. So sometimes we'll feel too irritated to, with our spouse to sit down and have a certain conversation, but we know in our heart that it would be a powerful conversation that would help nurture the relationship to actually address something rather than pushing a topic under the rug. And so we know it, but we don't do it. But once we actually stop and say, you know what, this is really important, I'm going to do it, then we are often very grateful. And when you're feeling like that frustrated, I don't want to do this, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to write a couple pages for my book, or I don't want to have this difficult conversation with my boss, or I don't want to go to that gym because I'm exhausted. Try to think about the, what you really desire you know, the doing, the part that you really desire. And we want entrepreneurs to not doubt that they can't ever become like the successful business that they really want to be. We want them to not live in that fear and doubt. We want them to live in, you know what, I'm taking baby steps each day and I'm actually doing it. I'm actually living out the vision that I have for my business or for um, if you work for a company, for the company. If you, even if you're home with your kids and there's improvements that you want to make around your home, Rather than thinking of it as this big, daunting task, you can think, what little thing can I do today? You know, maybe it's just tidying up one kid's closet or, you know, putting the Legos away or whatever, whatever little thing it is that you're saying, you know what, I'm moving closer to the better version of myself and how I really want to be versus standing still. Yeah, I love that. It's great. And I know tonight well, you have a couple of things for us to think about as we're working on this knowing doing gap and for those of you that want to look up more information about this specifically we just want to call out that the term was originally coined by Stanford business professors Jeffrey Pfeiffer and Robert Sutton and although it was used for business at the time really Krista has really found this to be for a lot of things so that's what she uses it all the time and and that's what we're focusing on it tonight so if you guys want to learn more, you can certainly look those two up. There's some great literature out there on how businesses know what they need to be doing, and then they don't do it. Um, and you just kind of take that. It, it works. It's, it's kind of a concept that's true for companies, and then it's true for teams, and then it's true for families, and then it's true for individuals. So we kind of all struggle with this. Uh, we know what we want, but are we really willing to do what it takes to get there? And one of the tips that I wanted to share was something that I have found helps people move from thinking about their goal to actually taking action on it is determining the why of their goal. So we have our goals written down, and most people's goals, like their yearly goals, their seasonal goals, the things that they want to improve about themselves or a big project that they want to tackle or a new job that they want to get, are, are often in those areas of health and wealth and relationships. And what I found is that if people just have a goal written down, it's sometimes not motivating enough to just read the goal. But if underneath the goal they write why they want that particular goal to occur, that that can spark some inspiration and get you more motivated. And with enough motivation and inspiration, you're going to leap over that gap. You're going to just want to big why question is sometimes it's 
it's like you have to think of a specific why. So, for example, it could be, you know, why do you want to lose weight? Well, it's, it's not fun to just say, oh, I want to lose weight, you know, because I should, because that feels like a should goal. But if you say, well, I would like to be my ideal weight because then I'll be really vital and I can run around with my grandkids. And so then all of a sudden you have this vision of yourself running around and being able to run after your grandchildren. Like my mother-in-law said, I want to be able to run around Disney with the grandkids. So something like that is a lot more inspiring than what I call a boring goal of I will lose 10 pounds in two months. So I feel like once you have a why, like it becomes so much more inspiring and you're more motivated to actually take action. I feel like that's the why is when things get tough, you remember why you want to do something. I saw this funny thing on uh, Facebook today that said, you know that you're a military spouse when you decide that you need to lose 10 pounds or 15 pounds in two days because homecoming is coming. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. Well, the why there is because you're going to be reunited with a loved one and you want to look great. So that's actually a perfect example because it's a strong why, but that is what we have to uh, imagine. And we're really doing it for ourselves, you know, not for the loved one, but it's about, it's really determining that why. And when the why gets bigger, we have even more motivation. So, and then even if we don't know the how, we're able to move towards the goal more effortlessly. There was this woman that really inspired me years ago. She started a uh, the Jonathan's Dream Playgrounds, which are playgrounds for kids with disabilities. And she said, Krista, I didn't know anything about building playgrounds for kids with disabilities. But her why was so powerful that she said, you know what, I'll figure out how to do it. And she did. And now the playgrounds are everywhere. So it's when you have a strong enough why you don't worry, you don't get so wrapped around the axle with, I don't know how to do this. You just think about, it's so important that I'm going to, you know, elicit help. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send that basketball to my partner and have him shoot it in. Because even if you don't know how, you are motivated. So when you're stuck, think about how you can get more. If you're not taking action towards your goal, think about how you can step back and look at your goal again and Think about the why. Um, And then the baby steps can seem, um, you know, you'll be more inspired to take those little baby steps or even take a giant leap, like in the example of the woman that started the playgrounds. So whatever your goal is, big or small, I think it's about not worrying so much about how you're going to do it, but trusting that there's there's a reason and that you're going to have this impact on people. Um, It could be little things. It could be if you want a new job, maybe it's little things like I'm going to connect with some new people on LinkedIn. I'm going to go get a professional photo taken. I'm going to attend one networking event. I'm going to work a night job so that I can make a little bit extra money and put myself in a really confident state before I go and apply. It could be little things and you can list um, little things that you want to do so to make your why more powerful. Yep, that's great. And one of the things that we also want to talk about, too, is, all right, well, let me backtrack. So I need to go through my vision board and look at and clearly define my why a little bit better, because I feel like that's going to help me stay on track. One of the things that can get us off track is when we 
are distracted by other people's successes or what we see other people doing. And so we want to talk a little bit about that tonight, too. And Krista brought this up, and it's a great one. So you want to be able to be flexible, accept detours on your road to success, but not be tempted to follow other people's maps. You know, um, if, if we believe that we are here for a purpose and each one of us is made individually and different, then our calling is going to be different than someone else's. So to try and look at what someone else is trying to accomplish and think, uh, maybe I want to do that too, and not really having a clear why, you could kind of float around different types of things when really you kind of are knowing what you want to do, but it's just a distraction, right? So just be careful and knowledgeable that that could happen to you and realize that maybe your path won't be a complete straight line, but not to be distracted by what someone else is doing or the season that someone else is in because maybe they're getting, they seem to be making more progress than you, quicker than you, or may seem uh, more effortless for them, but don't let that distract you because everything has a season and you're coming into your season and you just have to believe that for sure. Yeah, I love that, Wendy. And when I ask successful people what their road was like, they very rarely will tell me, well, it was a straight arrow. I knew exactly everything that was going to happen, and I just shot up to the top. They usually draw a squiggly line between where they were and this, you know, diamond in the sky of success, and it's a spiral-turning road. It's not a straight line. Bumps in the road. (laughs) And I heard Joel Osteen, you know, we were reading the book, Power of Earth, called I Declare, actually. And um, I heard him on the radio just the other day talking about the season that we're in and that, you know, we are coming into our own season and to have that faith and that belief. And that way you don't feel discouraged when you feel someone maybe a little bit further down that path than you. You just have to believe that you're coming into your own and that the Lord's timing is perfect. And um, that's what we're here for is to encourage us all to know that, If we believe that, then that's coming our way, and it's okay to have a little bit of a twist and turn and crooked road, but know that you have your own why and to do the work to determine what that why is. On top of not feeling discouraged, we could even try to look at others and feel encouraged and feel like, okay, they have something that I want, so that's giving me more clarity as to what I want, and even say thank you. So sometimes I'll jokingly, you know, I have four little kids and I'm not going to drive a 911 Porsche right now. But when I see one on the road, I think, I think, Oh, I love that. Someday I want to have that. I want to drive fast on the racetrack. And I just kind of look at the car and I say, Oh, thank you for like letting me see that and enjoy it. And it's not like, Oh, I wish I wasn't, um, I wish I didn't have four car seats in the back and I was, I could ride that convertible um, into the sunset. But I actually look at it as, wow, that's giving me clarity that I like nice things, that I like, um, you know, it's just kind of like a signal of these are things that we want to have someday, but we don't need to have them right now. And that's okay, and that's fine. And it kind of just encourages me to look up and feel optimistic and happy rather than, oh, no, look at all they have. That's a good attitude, really, because otherwise you can just start, 
talking yourself into a spiral of not so good conversation. And we're going to talk more about that in our next show that we have coming up. But today has been great. I mean, it's a great reminder that it's okay to take a thoughtful approach to where you're headed and know, okay, if you take smaller steps instead of know exactly which way you're going and that it's okay if that you notice somebody else's map might look a little more straighter than yours to acknowledge that, but realize that's okay. That the scenic route, as Krista likes to say, is still a good route. And if we're not going in the right direction, we're going to know that because it's not going to feel very good and we can shift and move it into a different direction if we need to. And, and those, those moms will in, be cheering yeah. us on on the sidelines if we're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> You won't hear any mom saying, yeah, you scored, Christian. <laughs> I know he was the high score on both teams. Can you imagine? He's like four years old. That was crazy. I love it. I love it. And I just feel like we all struggle with the snowing doing gap. And oftentimes the, the military spouses that I talk with, they think that the gap is really, really huge between – where they want to be and what they're doing. And what I find is that when they really dig into all that they have done and start giving themselves credit for things that they weren't giving themselves credit for and tap into that inner confidence and tap into that inner artist within them, they all of a sudden the gap starts shrinking and they realize that it's not so far towards their ideal self. Like it's not so far to get there as they initially imagined that really they're already doing things that they're just not giving themselves recognition for that um, really are closing that gap between who they are and then where they want to be. We are encouraging you guys to just connect with us on a more regular basis so you can get these shows and more. Chris, I do want to say really quick, that you do have a teleclass that's coming at the end of the month, which is coming up quick, and will probably air right after the second show, part two of this show. So can you put a little bit of information out about that? Yeah, at the end of each show, you can go, you can find me on Military Spouse Coach um, Facebook page or my MilitarySpouseCoach.com under events. Every month I do a different topic dealing with kind of this knowing doing gap, like different months are different topics on setting goals and morning routines and some of the things that we talk about in this show. But if you want to actually apply it and be coached around it, you can join this call. It's free. It's every month. And it's a way to have me be able to coach a broader audience of people than my one-on-one clients and help you to really make movement in your life because you might be, driving to Target and listening to the show and feeling inspiration, but then you're like, hey, I want to get some of this down on paper. I want to make a plan for myself. I want to know how I can personally close the knowing doing gap. So I encourage you to just join me. The information is all right there on militaryspousecoach.com backslash events. And I have one every month. It's usually the last Monday of the month at noon. And the shows are taped. So if you connect with me and get on my email list, I can even send you a recording if there's a call that you're interested in but can't make the call live. Yes, those are great. I love hearing from people that want to, you know, that are that are applying some of the things that we talk about on the show. We love hearing great success stories because we really want to create a community of successful military spouses that where we can encourage and support each other and know that we're, you know, we're not all in this alone 
and we all have such similar struggles. So it's really good to create that sense of community and just to feel like we're all there for each other. And if you have a success story or anything that you want to share with us, we would love to hear from you. Yes. All right. Well, it's time to wrap up this episode, everybody. We hope that you've enjoyed our talk today about the knowing doing gap and some tips to overcome that and jump right over, jump the Rubicon, as they say. Our next episode is going to talk a little bit more about this, and we're going to hear from Krista on take your earrings off and jump into success is the theme for that show. So you don't want to miss it. It'll be coming up right after this one, and uh, we hope that you subscribe to our show on iTunes. You can always catch the links to our show on the Blog Talk Radio site. You just search for Military Spouse Show. All right, Krista, thanks for today. Thank you so much, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs>